0: Emily Abadi here. You are listening to 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. You know, I did a lot of good work (laughs) getting ahead for my trip away. Uh, If you've been following along on social or listening to the show, then you may know that I am actually leaving Paris today to head back to... uh, Well, toward home. I'm coming to Chicago for the marathon, uh, not to run it, but to host a live podcast in the morning on Saturday with Tracksmith. It is sold out, however. The next thing on my to-do list after getting this episode into the queue for you is figuring out where the post-podcast hurdle meetup is going to be because I know that there are a few people that wanted to get in that didn't get tickets. So stay tuned and make sure you check in over on my Instagram at Emily Abadi if you want to get in and hang with some hurdlers. I will keep you posted. It'll be probably around like 1030 in the morning or so. In Chicago, not far from where the podcast is at Chicago Athletic Association. Anyway, like I was saying, I did a pretty stellar job of getting ahead with the show so that I could make sure to just be really present while I was traveling. Uh, A little more background I decided to take this trip, not just to Paris, it started in Milan, and then I went to Florence. I did a day trip, a.k.a. I rented my first car internationally and drove to Cortona, which is where they filmed under the Tuscan sun. I sabered a bottle of champagne, <laughs> and then I left Florence for Paris. I've been in Paris for a few days now since Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Friday, October 8th, and Yeah. That's kind of the gist of it. And I did that because, again, you've been following along at home, which I know you have. I pulled an audible on going to London when I started to feel a nagging pain in my hip area, abdomen area, knowing that running that marathon would not serve me and could put me at risk for more injury. And I decided to go to Italy instead. Okay, now you are all caught up to speed. Well, Today for Five Minute Friday, I strategically wanted to record this episode while I was away because I wanted to kind of have a postmortem, even though it's sad because, you know, it's not technically over yet, but it's over for the sake of me leaving here by the time the next episode of Hurdle comes out. The thing about traveling solo, and I get so many messages about this when I do it, uh, rightfully so, because It's really not something that a lot of people will do in their life. And I don't say that to shade anyone, so to speak, but a lot of people will never desire or maybe feel as though they need to travel alone. Maybe these are the kind of individuals who have always been in some sort of substantial relationship. I'm sure that has something to do with it. They could be married. They could have kids or Maybe it's just not something that interests them. And I would argue that solo travel is something that may not interest someone because maybe they're scared. Maybe they don't see how it could be enjoyable to be taking on a different place completely alone, thinking about what it's like to go to dinner alone or to walk around constantly alone. And I think the first time I I opened myself up to solo travel, I remember I had an old girlfriend like six, seven years ago. We met doing CrossFit and she went on like a two or three week trip. I think it was like at least three weeks. What am I kidding? To I want to say Thailand. And she lived on her own in New York, and so did I. I had newly, I think at the time, moved into my first studio apartment, actually. And I remember being so mystified by the fact that she was interested in going across the world by herself. And she said to me when she got back, well, I mean, I already live by myself, so why not go see something I want to see, right? And oh, I mean, I had a moment there. Hearing that was a big unlock for me, right? Because at the time, I didn't realize just how much I was already doing on my own while living alone. And the reality is that just because I lived alone at that time, it didn't mean that I was super comfortable spending this time by myself. And hearing her say it in that, in that way, it kind of encouraged me to want to go outside of my comfort zone. Now, it was a few years still until I pulled the plug on my first solo trip. That was back in 2018 in March uh, to Italy as well. But it kind of opened the door. like The door was cracked open, right? And I tell you this story today because on my second trip across the world – on my own, what I've been able to articulate about what this kind of experience means to me is well, I mean, how do I say this? It's courage, right? It's courageous. In my mind, traveling alone is courageous. And it's also an opportunity to come back to my inner voice and refocus on my insides without distraction. You know, I feel like I want to ask you what would you do if you were the only factor? Again, what would you do if you were the only factor? If your decisions were based purely on what was in your heart, and not impacted by others. Now, every day, I mean, think about it. We are so influenced by peer pressure and family obligation and Instagram, people that you were romantic with, past or previous. Oh my God, the past ones lately have been tearing me up. Like (laughs) uh, we're impacted by bosses and just other people needing our input and our inbox. And I mean, the list goes on. So what would you do if you had the opportunity, and I'll use the opportunity strategic here, the word <laughs> opportunity, what would you do if you could silence that lingering acquisition about how things should be? Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy, right? Because how often in our lives do we have an opportunity to do that? Solo travel brings me back to me. It it helps me walk away from the Lingering inferiority complex that I have in my day to day, despite being so confident in who I am, because this is human nature. There's, for me, when I travel, I don't have an international data plan. I'm literally wandering foreign streets without Wi Fi. I am in a place exploring on my own, just me, my thoughts, and I and my heart. It's kind of funny because it reminds me of running a marathon at times, right? I mean, you have to do a similar internal audit, like a deep, dive of self to go after a goal of that proportion, especially, I mean, uh, when the race starts and the gun goes off and the result is entirely up to the runner as an individual. And it is such a it's a love letter, right? It's a love letter of self rooted in determination. And you're working on, you know, overcoming the hurdles of hurt in your past. And you're writing it with all of this grit. And it's just you out there. It's just me out here. And for me, like I go back to this word courage again, right? Because it's so courageous to be willing to do that level of self-inquiry. It is so courageous not only to do that inquiry, but then to deal with the external feedback that you may get from people you don't know in this new place, right? I'm talking about every single host or waitress that greets me when I go to sit down at a restaurant says the exact same thing. Oh, it's just you. And I realized on this trip that the first time around, like that felt like kind of like a bullet every time someone asked me that. (laughs) This time around, I'm like, yeah, mother. Okay, I'm not going to swear. And I I don't want to cuss at them when they say this to me. But yeah, it's just me. It's just me. And like, how lucky am I that it's just me? And sometimes they see the wheels in their head and they're turning and they start to wonder, like, why is it just her? What is she doing? Is she okay? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ah man, it's courageous. It's so special for me to have this chance. And that doesn't mean that every single moment when I'm traveling alone is like absolutely roses, although I'm sure a little bit of Instagram makes it look that way, but You got to take the bad with the good. It's like uh, what Taryn said last week, right? Without knowing grief, there is no joy. And without experiencing pain, we wouldn't truly appreciate love. Now, I, I recognize that not everyone, again, will choose to travel alone in their life. But the point that I'm getting to here is that I really hope that you find the thing that enables you to feel this purely, this uninhibited, this without worry of what other people think. I want you to be able to take the kind of breath that literally reverberates in like your lower tummy, (laughs) that you feel deep in your soul because you deserve that. We all deserve to come back to center and be able to ask ourselves like, who am I when absolutely no one is watching? I recognize that I I'm at the helm of a community, that I am involved, that I am often giving so much of myself to others. And I choose to be that way. But for me, this trip, this time, (laughs) I wish I could do it more often, but it's my opportunity to come back to me. And I hope that you can do that as well in whatever way works for you. It took me a while to get this comfortable, and I'm not saying that it happens overnight, right? So be easy on yourself. Like so many other situations in your life, have some grace. And for me, I had to find a lot of grace this week digging through some of the things in my closet, so to speak, that I wasn't really ready to confront. Or maybe I was and just wasn't willing until now to take the time to do it. And so courage, theme of the week, my prompt for you this week when was the last time you truly felt courageous? Again, when was the last time you truly felt courageous? And now, a listener question. Hey, Emily, this is Ralphie Perez. I'm based here in Orlando, Florida, and I'm a marathon runner and avid listener of your podcast. My question to you is based around nutrition. I love the fact that you are a busy, active person. You have this thriving professional career, but as a fellow professional, sometimes our nutrition tends to fall um, lower on the priority list just because we're so busy with our day jobs and training. What are your tips and tricks to keep your nutrition in check? Um, I'd love to hear any tips you have or products, especially a New Yorker who's always on the go. Oh, this is a good question. Thanks for the question, Ralphie. So glad you're a hurdler. For me, uh, I would be completely lying if I said that I follow any sort of specific diet, but I can only go for so long without like any complete regard for what is good to put in my body, right? So if you follow me on social, you've seen me especially over the last week. I mean, God, I'm on vacation. So wine and carbs and croissants, I have two in a bag behind me sitting right here, to be honest with you. Um, but when it comes to my nutrition, there are a few things that are like non-negotiables for me. The first and the most important one, and I you hear about it all the time on the show and probably any podcast you listen to, is Athletic Greens. I brought... 11 travel packs of Athletic Greens with me on this journey. I literally left a few more for my girlfriend to bring to Chicago because I needed to consolidate my space and I would be seeing her as soon as I got in. Athletic Greens is a non-negotiable for me in my day-to-day routine because it is how I give back to my body to feel better. No matter if I have two croissants sitting behind me, if I have wine multiple times a day, although that is not my regular, I do not want to come off like I... I'm drinking too much, um, but I know that the antioxidant equivalent of 12 servings of fruits and vegetables, prebiotics, probiotics, uh, adaptogens, superfoods, I mean, they now call it AG1 from Athletic Greens. AG1 is the thing that sets me up for success every single day, and it helps me feel more energetic and focused because of a lot of the adaptogens that are in there. So I can't recommend it enough. Um, I wasn't trying to make this an advertisement, but it's now slowly becoming one a little bit. So of course, you know they are a sponsor on the show. If you're like not in on it yet, I really can't talk about it enough. So give it a try, and the good news is that if you do go and give it a try, it's – you committing to being better in your body and they have a lot of free stuff for you. So you'll get five free travel packs. You'll get a year's supply of vitamin D, something that I learned that I was a little bit low in when I did my last inside tracker and all of this stuff so important for a balanced, happy, healthy life. So athletic greens, huge, huge thing that is a regular in my routine. Oh, I didn't tell you where to go. Of course, it's athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. There's no code necessary, but you do need to go through that link to get all the freebies. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. Anyway, as of the last, I would say maybe a couple of months. I okay, so I'm obsessed with this uh like 10 or 15 minute or less delivery service in New York. It's called Gorillas. Uh and the thing about gorillas is it makes it so easy for me without much of a delivery fee to order ice cream (laughs) at like 10 o'clock to my apartment in 10 minutes or less. And as great as that is, I have started uh, going back to and this isn't like a landmark breaking nutrition tip, but I've been freezing grapes again because I realized I need to stop having so much saturated fat before I go to bed. So frozen grapes are my new sweet go-to. I'm getting a lot better at drinking water with my coffee in the morning. So why my whole process in the morning is I wake up, I have an espresso, I usually work out, then I after I work out work out, shake up my athletic greens, and then with the athletic greens, I'll bring a entire Camelback bottle with me into my office. So by doing that, I kind of kickstart water drinking in the right way. And another tip to get on the water train if you, like me, struggled for a really long time to make hydration a priority is to get a bottle that you like to drink out of, right? I'm sure you've seen so many people on Instagram using like zillions of these like bottles that have different markers and different words on them. Like, you're doing great. Keep going. Halfway through, etc. And like, I totally see how the motivation can be there with that, but you might not need to go that far. I'm obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with my Eddie bottle from Camelback. It's got a straw on the top, and the straw changes everything for me. I definitely drink more water because I don't have to like go through, and this sounds like so lazy, but the process of like unscrewing the top, the straw, it's just right there. It's a bite straw. I'm into it. I'm into it. Camelback, I keep, this is, again, you know that the stuff on the show I love is stuff that I really use or the stuff that on the show that I talk about is stuff that I love and that I really use. And that's why these are all sponsors of the show. Camelback is a custom code for you. You get 25% off anything custom by using the code hurdle25 at camelback.com slash custom. Again, that's hurdle25. 25% off is legit. (laughs) But other than that, I'm rambling here. My diet is just me listening to my body, prioritizing eating healthy whole foods uh, and enjoying the little things in moderation, right? We uh, Life's too short. So be good to yourself. Take care of you. Shake up some athletic greens. And also a good breakfast is a good foundation for a good day. I'm really big on the picky bars oatmeal. That's a staple in my routine. It's super filling and it's got a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, But otherwise, scrambled eggs, whole foods, laying the foundation for a good thing. And yeah, that's it. Man, I can't believe Chicago Marathon Weekend is here. I'm so excited to see some of you this weekend. A huge, huge good luck. Congrats. You have come so far to everyone that's going to be towing that starting line and going out there and putting it all on the line tomorrow. You are going to be great and I will be on the course cheering for you. Go get them. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.